0: listening to the love your bod pod before we dive in just my usual disclaimer that this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and does not substitute individual professional medical or mental health advice Welcome back to the Love Your Bod Pod. I'm your host, Kara Krinspelli. I'm a holistic health coach. I'm a published author. I have a book called Body Wisdom. Episodes two and three of this podcast are about body wisdom if you want to learn more. And uh, I'm a podcaster. So thank you for tuning in. I love this new podcasting platform and sharing and talking to you guys. And uh, I'm... a a online course creator. So I have an online course called break free from binge eating it's a group coaching course so I take a group of women through it all together and they get to you know hang out with each other talk to one another and create a community of women like all working through the same things and it's really really powerful to be a part of a group like that um we are approaching the end of October so I'm going to pick one more giveaway winner um today. I'm going to pick two more next week, but I'm going to pick another one today since we are approaching the end of October. So today's giveaway winner, the review comes from Mikkel Ush, and that's M-I-C-H-A-L-U-S-H-H-H. So thank you so much for your review. It is titled Super Helpful. I love listening to this podcast, especially when I begin to slip into negative body image combos with myself, and honestly, just in general, to truly tune in with myself and learn how to serve my body the right way. Love, love, love. So thank you so much for that review, Mikkel, and all of you guys who have left reviews. Um, reading them, just, I don't know, it makes me um, so happy and it gives me the like courage, so to speak, to like keep doing this because putting yourself out there, speaking your truth. Um, if you listen to episode five, you know it's challenging for me. It's definitely like outside of my comfort zone. And hearing your guys' or reading your guys' reviews has just been a really amazing experience for me. And I'm really, really grateful. So thank you for taking the time. And then Mikkel Ush, who left the review that I read today, Please contact me. You can send me a DM or an email um, through Instagram and claim your prize. You get to choose one of two prizes. The first option is admission into my online course, Break Free from Binge Eating. And that is a course all about breaking free from diet culture, ditching dieting once and for all developing a peaceful healthy normal nourishing relationship with food and there's an entire module on body image because I really believe that in order to heal our relationship with food we have to also work on healing our relationship with our body because often almost always having a disordered relationship with food almost means we have an unhealthy body image so that course really helps you like kick all of that stuff to the curb and then option number two is a one-on-one coaching session with me. So a lot of what I do in my business is work with clients one-on-one and in groups. So you have those two options to choose from. Um, And today I'm actually coming to you guys to talk about something that literally came up on a coaching call last night and it was about getting on the scale. And I have a lot of opinions about the scale and paying attention to the number on the scale and your weight and I'm hoping that by sharing my opinions here, I don't sound angry or heated or aggressive or anything. Um, I just have a lot of passion. And I really deeply, genuinely care about your well-being and your health and your peace of mind. And so it's totally coming from a place of love. Um, So yeah, let's dive right into it. What I have discovered over the years not only in my own journey, but with the people I've worked with, my clients, is that weighing ourselves fuels an obsession with food. Because almost by definition, having a problem with food means having a problem with the way that your body looks. So I want to tell you a little bit of a story um, about myself. So let's give you the Cliff Notes version of my relationship with the scale. So when I first discovered that I had a body that was basically on display for other people to judge and look at. Uh, If you haven't listened to episode one, I kind of tell the origin story of where like my dieting and eating disorder started. And I used to chronically weigh myself. I would weigh myself in the morning and oftentimes multiple times throughout the day. And even the slightest fluctuation in weight would totally affect me. It would influence my mood and how I felt about myself. And if the number was like a pound below or two pounds below, I would, you know, feel validated and more worthy as a human being. And then if it was like a pound above or two pounds above or five pounds above or whatever it was, I would feel pretty lousy. I would feel like crap, like unlovable, not worthy, just not great. And then whatever the number said, it would dictate how I felt about myself. And it would influence the choices I made around food and exercise. So if the number was a little low, I'd be like, ooh, I can eat food today. And if the number was on the higher end, I'd be like, ooh, I better restrict today. And this is so common for so many people that the scale has so much power over us. And when we let that number dictate how we feel about ourselves, we're giving our power away to food and to the scale. And that's a lot of power to give away to something outside of you. And you don't have to give your power away to the scale unless you choose to. So you have the power to take your power back. So by the end of this podcast, I'm hoping that you'll decide that you want to kick your scale to the curb. To give you a little background, I was on this coaching call yesterday with one of my clients. We've been working together for like four months now, I'm thinking maybe three and a half, I'm not sure exactly, Um, but a good amount of time. And we have definitely made a lot of progress together. So this particular client, she was having a hard time having a balanced relationship with food. So she definitely identified with being on the wagon or off the wagon. Or when the weekend would roll around, she'd just like eat all of the things and then, you know, hop back on clean eating come Monday. And it was just this never ending cycle. And there was a lot of fixation on food and a lot of food obsession and really insecure with her body. And so over the last several months together, she had made a lot of progress. We had really balanced out her relationship with food, um, you know, getting to this place of of no longer having this future perceived deprivation. So no longer being like, oh well starting Monday I'm going on a diet again so I better eat everything this weekend. So we really got that future perceived deprivation pushed to the side and realizing that you can have whatever you want whenever you want. So we had made a lot of progress in that area and we had done a lot of work on body image and body acceptance and then prior to our last call she had gone to visit a friend and was at her friend's house and she had a scale in her bathroom. And prior to this, she hadn't weighed herself since we started working together. One of the first things that I have my clients do is stop weighing themselves. Because when you get on the scale and you let that number mean something about who you are or the decisions you're going to make, it interrupts your ability to, to connect more deeply to your body. It interrupts your ability to eat based on hunger and fullness signals and based on what sounds appetizing to you and it influences how you make decisions about exercise. One of the first things that I do with clients is make them get off the scale if they've been getting on the scale. Unfortunately, this client didn't resist the urge to get on the scale. No harm, no foul. Like, I have a lot of compassion. I understand. Getting, wanting to get on that scale and like check in. I, I can totally relate what um, she got on the scale and it was higher than she was expecting. And so what do you think happened, guys? Well, she felt really bad about herself and it basically undermined, it undermined, undermined, I think that's the right way, undermined a lot of the progress, not all of it, but it made her feel like she took five steps back because all of a sudden she was questioning whether or not she should like, you know, start restricting again and go back to dieting and trying to control her food, which inevitably left her, you know, falling off the wagon come the weekend or whatever. And and she started having insecurities about her body again. And and while I don't think it's five steps backwards, I, I don't think that that's a thing. I think that recovery and healing our relationship with food and body image is a, a mother effing scribble, it's not a straight line. So this is just part of the process is is having these experiences that can be challenging or triggering. But she had gotten on this scale and was hoping to see a number that felt representative or felt accurate of like the progress and the way that she had been treating herself. Like it was almost like we were looking for validation of the work that we had been doing together and what ended up happening is it was higher than she thought and so it just made her feel invalidated or it made her feel bad or second guess her progress and and I'm not anti-weight loss but I am really really anti-weight focused because again like I had said in the beginning when we're focused on our weight and our body size we can't help but be wildly obsessed and controlled by food. Scales have judgment mechanisms built right into them It has the power to make you feel good or bad about yourself and it influences how the rest of the day is going to go and it totally affects how you show up around food. And like I had said, that's a lot of power to give away. And the truth is, you do not need the scale to know if you've been eating foods that have been honoring your body or not. You don't need the scale to tell you whether or not your body's craving movement or not. Checking in with how you are feeling Like literally slowing down and taking a minute for some mindfulness is a way better barometer to use to decide how you're going to show up and the actions you're going to take that day. So you could in the morning, instead of waking up and going to the bathroom and climbing on the scale, you could pause and have a minute mindfulness check-in. And you could say, or you could ask yourself, how's my energy? How's my mood? How's my disposition? Am I excited to go do the things that I'm supposed to do today? What am I craving for breakfast? This is a much more reliable, helpful check-in, right? We don't need a check-in with a weigh-in. And so when I hear the argument, the most common argument I hear for the scale is like, oh, it's it's a self-motivating tool to, you know, get me back on the wagon and I actually just think you should remove the damn wagon because when there isn't a wagon to get on, there isn't a wagon to fall off of. So remove the wagon, problem solved. I will have a podcast episode on the freaking wagon, I promise. And then I also hear women say like, oh, it holds me accountable. But here's the thing. If you are having a problem not getting on the scale, the scale is not holding you accountable. It's holding you hostage. It's holding you hostage. So take your power back. I really want to nip the weighing myself as a catalyst for better choices argument right in the bud. It does not work. In fact, it just perpetuates the cycle of negative self-talk, of guilt and shame, of food rules and restriction, thus perpetuating the cycle of yo-yo dieting, binge eating, and emotional eating. Again, fixation on our weight and our body leads to fixation and obsession on food and what we eat. So instead of eating based on how we're feeling, we eat based on that number. Instead of tuning in with how we're feeling that day and how our mood is, we let that number determine our self-worth and self-esteem. And it totally interferes with our ability to eat intuitively and honor our body's internal signals and cues. Plus, our weight can totally fluctuate daily from the minutia of everyday life you know, drinking, having a bowel movement, urinating, exercise, the weather, right? Like it's totally common to have slight variations in weight on a day-to-day basis. So if you're constantly getting on and off the scale and letting the slight variations affect you, you're literally just driving yourself crazy for no reason. Like your body is doing what it does naturally and it naturally has slight variations from day-to-day. That's just a, a part of being human. You are not like a stagnant fixed statue. You are a living, breathing, moving, ever-changing part of nature. So you're not going to be the same every day. And so fixating on those slight variations is not holding you accountable. Again, it's totally holding holding you hostage. Now, I want to read you this little quote from Steve Maraboli. It's true. The scale can only give you a numerical reflection of your relationship with gravity. That's it. It cannot measure beauty, talent, purpose, life force, possibility, strength, or love. Don't give the scale more power than it has earned. Oh my gosh, I love that. Just get off the scale and go live your life. You do not need to pay attention to how much you weigh every day. You do not need the scale to tell you whether or not you should or could or want to make different choices with what you put in your mouth. I don't ever get on the scale. I actually let my body signals and cues tell me what to eat and how to move. So if I'm craving something, I honor my cravings. Or if I'm wanting to feel really nourished and vibrant and energized, then like I go eat really nourishing life force types of foods, you know? And, and I listen to my body for guidance. I don't need the scale to tell me to do that and you don't either. And I don't go work out based on what the scale says. I go work out if I'm feeling like I'm craving some movement. And that's all you need. You do not need external cues, right? So tying into what I had talked about in the last two podcasts about body wisdom, that connecting deeply to our body is the most powerful, valuable thing that we can do for our health, and our fitness and our longevity and our happiness and our well-being and all of these things. The answers are within you. You know, I don't remember the last time I weighed myself outside of like going to the doctor's office. I don't have a scale. I haven't had one in years. Now, I think the ultimate goal is getting to a place of weight neutrality, meaning you can get on that scale and see the number and it literally doesn't phase you at all. It means nothing like you don't make it mean anything. But it's challenging to get to that place of weight neutrality because it takes a lot of body acceptance work and body respect work. And we have to really get to this place where we're cultivating self-worth outside of our body size and appearance. And if we're struggling with our body image, and we have a disordered relationship with food, it's likely that we're not at that place and that getting on the scale is going to make us feel a certain way. So if you're at that place, then of course I encourage you to get off of the scale and not weigh yourself because you don't need that number to influence how you feel. But I do think the ultimate end goal would be weight neutrality. And that's where I'm at now. Like when I go to the doctor's office and I have to get on the scale and I see the number... It doesn't mean anything to me. Sometimes I don't even look at it because I just don't care. Because again, literally that number is useless to me. It doesn't really tell me anything about my health. You know, it doesn't tell me anything about my mood or my cravings or what I need to feel most nourished and alive. Like I am at this place where that number is totally useless to me and I'm neutral to it. It doesn't mean anything. So I do think that that's the ultimate goal. It would be to be able to get on the scale and have no reaction to that number. But I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast that you're probably not at that point yet, which is why I'm really urging you to not get on the scale. If you're wanting to heal your relationship with food and you're wanting to not feel crazy around food all the time and be obsessed with it and, you know, kind of oscillating between restriction and binge eating, I encourage you to ditch the scale. It's probably one of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself in this journey of recovery. And so... I know that if I can ditch the scale and ultimately cultivate a more healthy, nourishing, peaceful, normal relationship with food in my body, you can do the same. And based on the experience I shared with you of my client, it takes away so much of our power. You know, don't give the, the scale more power than it has earned. So I promise you, getting off the scale, ditching the scale will be life changing for you. It, it will slowly start to change your relationship with your food and your body. So I want to challenge you to getting rid of your scale. And if you're the type of person who hops on the scale in the morning, I want to invite you to do a one minute mindfulness check-in. So as opposed to checking in with a weigh-in, I want you to tune inward and just ask yourself, how am I feeling today? How's my energy? Do I feel like I need some movement? What am I hungry for? Am I excited to go do the things that I'm about to do today? That is going to yield long term sustainable results in a positive way. It's going to do something for you that the scale never, ever could. So, okay, that's my rant about the scale. So, I hope after listening to this, you want to toss your scale out the freaking window. I think it's, well, maybe not out the window. You could hurt someone, but just in the garbage can at the very least. You don't need it. You don't need it. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys for tuning in. I love you. Send me a DM. Reach out to me on Instagram. Shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts? Um, Do I sound like a crazy person or is this making sense? You still have a chance to enter in to win one of those two prizes, the giveaway prizes. So if you loved this podcast, um, pretty please go leave a ratings and review on iTunes. You will be automatically entered in. Um, that drawing and I'm going to pick two more winners um, next week. So all of the winners will be chosen by the end of October. So, um, go leave a ratings and review pretty please. I would be so grateful. It's really what helps keep this podcast going. Um, it gives me the courage to keep coming up here and speaking to you guys and getting outside of my comfort zone. Um, so yeah, I would be really, really grateful if you would go and do that. And again, the two prizes are either admission into my online course, my online group coaching course, break free from binge eating or a one-on-one coaching session with me. Um, and yeah, that's it. I will chat with you guys next week. Thank you so much.